Washington versus Texas in the college football playoffs. Quinn Ewers versus Michael Penix Jr. Who will win this game? Who are the X factors and the prospects that you need to know? We're going to tell you all of this coming up next. You are locked on NFL Draft, your daily podcast covering the NFL Draft. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, family? Welcome back to the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, your daily podcast covering your favorite draft prospects, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On NFL Draft your first listen today and every day. Thank you for being our everydayers. I'm your boy, Damian Parson, always on the ones and twos. You can find and follow me on X at DP underscore NFL. I'm a national scout and a senior draft analyst. And I got to kick this introduction over to my guy, as always, Mr. LSU Keith Sanchez. You can find and follow him on X at the talent code. Keep talking to him, baby. What's up, Locked On family? This is Keith Sanchez, 2019 national champ with those LSU Bengal Tigers, man. And what, man, the other side to this dynamic duo that we like to call the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, where we talk everything college football, we talk everything NFL football, and what we say what, man, it all starts with the NFL Draft DP. Today's slate, man, we are talking college football playoffs, semifinals, right? We talked Alabama, Michigan yesterday. Today, we are talking a game that's probably going to be a lot more explosive, right? I'm, I'm I'm expecting some 30 and 40 points, you know, something like that, right? And we're talking Texas versus Washington. We're going to break this thing down. We're going to go offensive prospects. We're going to go defensive prospects, and then we're going to give you the X factors for the game and those game picks. But, DP, before we get started, man, why don't you hit them with our title sponsor? Guys, LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates that you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash LockedOnNFL. That's LinkedIn.com slash LockedOnNFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Last year, Keith, in the bowl, during bowl season, these two teams faced off. I had it wrong. We talked about it a couple of episodes ago. Texas uh, actually lost that game. Washington beat them by, like I think, a touchdown. I think it was 27 to 20. And when you look at the offensive prospects on the side of the ball, I, I think for me it starts with Texas's quarterback, Quinn Ewers, a guy that we're, we don't know if he's going to enter the draft or stay for another year. But I think this is a game for him to solidify himself as one of the best quarterbacks in the 2023 NFL draft class. And I think yep. if he goes out there, you know, th- this is an accurate – This is, to me he's one of the more just natural throwers and passers of the football, right? And, and does he have elite arm talent? No but he still has the ability to get the ball down the field with touch, timing, anticipation, and accuracy, right? That connection with him and his receivers, AD, uh, AD Adonai Mitchell, and especially Xavier Worthy, that's a legit connection that they have. He knows when to release the ball you know, at the top of his drop based off of where those guys are. If it's a vertical stretch, you know what I mean, a go route, a catch, comeback, he, he has – that connection, he knows when to get the ball out with timing. So I think this game is going to be pivotal for him because it's either – I think, truthfully, Keith, this game – I think this will decide if he does return. Like, I think this is the first step of deciding if he returns to go to, to the draft. Because if he balls out I, and you go to the national championship game, I don't see how or why you would want to go back to the University of Texas. So I think he's probably one of the top offensive prospects to keep everybody keep their eyes on. 
Yeah, I agree. And, and just to be, I guess to simply put it, right, he, he reminds me a lot of Drew Brees, right? I've, I've, I live in New Orleans, right? I live in New Orleans majority of my life. You're talking about those six-foot quarterbacks that are timing and rhythm guys. They won't wow you with the arm strength and, you know, arm talent and velocity and all that, right? But they just simply know how to get the job done. High IQ players. But DP, I'm going to keep talking about this Texas um, offense, right? You're talking about wide receiver Xavier Worthy, who has the opportunity to be uh, X Factor. Man, I've just, I, I watched his film and finished up his final report. DP, the, he may be the most explosive player when you're talking about simply running away from defenders so if i can if if washington doesn't get hands on this guy or they have a, a true answer for him he's a guy that can have multiple two three fifty yard right those explosive type plays if they draw him up dial him up with steve sarkeesian nice. and then the other guy i want to pay attention to is their tight end jatavian sanders you see in the oklahoma state game they got him involved in some different ways dp um they got him involved in like end of rounds right those handoff type situations just to get the football in his hands and what you see is his run after the catch ability and his athleticism in the open field so those are the, the playmakers i i believe that was show for texas right and obviously we talked about ad mitchell but dp i know washington is your school, right? And I want to get them there just doing. There's a reason why we're expecting to be this, this to be a high-scoring game is because both teams have a lot of offensive weapons, right? And I know you have some offensive weapons that you want to talk about for Washington. Of course, and it starts with the quarterback position. Michael Penix Jr., right? A guy transferred in, um, you know, from Indiana after two torn ACLs, and he has helped uplift this pro this program, right? And shout out to the Senior Bowl, Jim Nagy. They, they you know, they, they'll do their, their Senior Bowl graphics, and they talk about – a quarterback is like program lifter that's what michael Penix has been for washington man because they they have they've had talent guys like they've had talent they just didn't have the quarterback play right so he comes in and he's a guy that can absolutely spin it deep down the field tight like cover two hole shots he's got that strong arm the arm talent that we want i think the big thing for him is going to be when he's pressured because he's going to get pressured this Texas defensive line, which you know we'll get into in the second in, in, in the next uh, segment, they can get after him, and they can get after this off, off this after this offensive line. And what does he do with pressure? Because he is not the most athletic or most creative mover in terms of when you move him off the spot, right? When you move him off the spot, when you make him throw on the run, that's where you see some of the decrease in arm talent and velocity and. Uh, accuracy and ball placement. So I wanted like it's going to be big for him because a lot of people keep, even though all the numbers look great for him, people are wondering: Is Michael Penix truly a first round pick? They, they, you know what I mean? The torn ACLs. He's, he's a little bit older of a prospect. He's like twenty three or something like that. Like people are worried, and I understand the worry, right? But he's been healthy back to back seasons. But this is going to be a game where it's like, all right, Michael Penix. I, I need to see that that first game versus Oregon, Michael Penix. Because we haven't, Keith, it feels like we haven't seen that guy since that game. You know what I mean? Like, he, he kind of took a slide, and even against Oregon the second time, he wasn't great. So it was like, all right, what you know what I mean? Which Michael Penix are we going to see this 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 Monday coming on New Year's right. Day? That's going to be the question for me. Yep, well, nah, we, I, and I want to get into Washington's weapons, right, their offensive weapons, because that's going to be a big part of it, DP. When we're talking about – I think these games, and, and you said it for Michael Penix already, this is going to determine the draft placement. I think for Roma Dunze, right? This can mm -hmm. this can play some draft placement. And then even with a guy like Jalen Polk, right? Like if he decides to declare and come out, 
I mean, having a big game, right? And then you, you let's say you beat Texas, and then now you're on to the national championship, whether that's playing Alabama or Texas, right? Like, there, there's a lot of implications for these teams. What offensive guy are you looking for in this Washington team? We're talking about draft prospects. Uh, of course, Rome. Um, you know what I mean? Absolutely, Rome. Because he's going to, he's, he's wide receiver one. And Texas is going to have to try and figure out how to take him away. And I think Oregon started to try and double team and put the safety over the top and not give him those one on ones where it's like, yeah. Michael Penn is like, all right, cool. I, I'm going to throw that back shoulder. I'm going to throw that jump ball. I'm going to throw the deep ball. Rome is a good route runner. He's got, you know, he's got fluid, loose hips. He can sink and drive out of the break. Like for a six foot three, 210, 215 pound receiver, he moves well. You know what I mean? He's not, he's not as dynamic at the start, you know what I mean? Off the ball, but he's still got good, good enough explosiveness to threaten you vertically, right? So I think it will be him. And of course, Jalen Polk and then Jalen McMillan. But Keith, one guy that I, you know, two guys, one's a playmaker, that was the offensive line. Dylan Johnson, the running back, right? I think he's a senior this year. Uh, Dylan Johnson, you know, strong runner, and, and they've started to lean on him for good reason, you know, down the stretch of, of this season, right? Down the stretch, you know, six foot 220. Like, this guy runs physical downhill. So I, I want to definitely keep my eye on him because with this 2023, 2024 um, running back class looking very depleted because guys are going back to school. Dylan Johnson has a chance to make himself maybe the Zach Charbonnet of this of this class. And then, of course, I'll finish it off. Troy Fountain, new man, left tackle. Keith, I put in my report, you know, he could – yes, he can kick down that guard and be an all-pro at guard. I would start him at tackle. I'm letting him fail at tackle first. And his, his athleticism, his footwork, the lateral agility, that's the hand strength – I heard that he is like 34-inch arms. We'll see when we get to, you know, the draft process. He could potentially be Rashawn Slater if you let him. That's just my opinion. I think that he has all the tools to be that. I don't want to immediately kick him down. Give him a shot at tackle, guys. Well, no, I like that. I like that. But, yeah, that, that's the offensive prospects, man. Listen, this is what we're about to do, right, because there's two sides to the football, man. We went through the offensive side of the football. Now we're going through the defensive prospects to look out for this game man and i'm gonna tell you this i'm about to list off a host of guys for the university of texas on that defense side of football so make sure y'all stay tuned when you're hiring for your small business you want to have as many top tier candidates as possible to interview that's why you have to check out linkedin jobs linkedin jobs has the tools to help you find the right professionals for your team faster and for free Guys, this is simple. LinkedIn is not just another job board. LinkedIn has a vast network of more than a billion professionals, which makes it the best place to hire. Hiring is easy when you have that many quality candidates. So easy. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. LinkedIn knows that small businesses are wearing so many hats and might not have the time or resources to hire. Okay, thankfully with LinkedIn, the process is intuitive, quick, and easy. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. That's linkedin.com slash locked on NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions do apply. On the defensive side of the ball, Keith, we, we started with what? Texas on the offense? Let's go to Washington here real quick. Mm-hmm. Braylon Trice, the, the, the edge rusher. He stands up in the two-point stance. He puts his hand down in the dirt in the three-point. He's got a quick first step for a bigger-body guy. 
Um, you know what I mean? I, I think he's got good hand usage. He knows how to use his arm length. Listed at 6'4", 274 pounds. He's a guy that, you know, based in in a, in a even front four-man defensive uh, defensive alignment, this is a guy that could be your strong side defensive end, in my opinion. Because he hold, to me, he holds up pretty well against the run. And against Texas, who is a balanced offense, but when they do have to throw in Quinn Ewers, if you give Quinn Ewers time, he's going to light you up with these weapons. Braylon Trice is going to be big. Braylon Trice and Zion, ZTF. Zion, uh, oh, I hate saying his last name. I always mess it up. Zion Tupeloa Fatui. Close enough. Like, these two guys off the edge, it's going to be pivotal for them, Keith. It's going to be absolutely pivotal for those guys to get off the ball. You know what I mean? Get this offense off the field, especially on third downs. But, Keith, you talked about Xavier Worthy, right? We talked about Xavier Worthy, Adnan Mitchell in the first segment. A guy who absolutely I have circled, <laughs> senior corner Jabbar Muhammad, right? Mm-hmm. You, you, I, I want to paint that picture for, for the listeners and viewers who haven't been you know, sticking with us. If you're new here, you know what to do. Subscribe, hit the bell notification, all that good stuff. Jabbar Muhammad, you go back to the game, the two games against, against, um, against Oregon. He was the only option to shut down and to lock down Troy Franklin, a guy that's dominated almost every offense, I mean, defense that he's faced, almost every corner, every defense that he's faced this year. So much so in the second game, he was targeted one time against Jabbar Muhammad. Jamar Muhammad broke up the pass, and they never targeted him again in that game. So it just lets you know how good this young man is. Footwork, agility, uh, patience. He's, he's technically refined. When he's, like, really under control and poised, this young man does not really – he doesn't open the gate too soon. He just stays controlled, and I love that about him. And I think now, what what kind of could throw that off, Keith? As you know, as a, as a defensive back coach, speed, speed can rush up any defensive back's process, and Xavier Worthy can do that. So Jabbar Muhammad, to me, is a guy that I have circled as one of the most impactful players for this defense for what for the Washington Huskies. Yeah, no, and I like that. I like that. But DP, I told you I was going to do it, DP. I'm about to list off this host of names for the University of Texas. Defensive prospects to look out for, man. And, and, and what they say, everything is bigger in Texas, right, DP? Yeah. Well, they may have the biggest defense alignment in college football with Tavondre Sweat, man. Listed at 6'4", 350, 360 pounds. Um, check out for this guy, right? Because you just talked about um, you know, Johnson being able to run the football, right? Well, you know who's going to help stop that run? A 360-pound guy that you're going to have to double team. But, man, you talk about polar opposites, DP. You know how they say opposites attract, right? You yeah. know, they, they, they say you the, the yin and the yang, right? You know what? You know who his running mate is who's just as talented? A defensive lineman that's six foot and barely touching 300 pounds, right? But he's just as impactful, and that is defensive lineman Byron Murphy. So look for this tag team, DP, because I'll say this. What they say, right, the quickest path to a quarterback is a straight line, right, straight up the middle. Byron Murphy has the potential to be disruptive to Michael Penix if he can get in there, right? And and, and I don't know if he's going to draw the comparisons, DP, but if he has a good game, don't be surprised if people start saying, hey, that guy kind of looks like Aaron Donald, right? Nobody's going to want to say it. But don't be surprised if you start hearing whispers because he's he has he's he's built really well, has a really good frame and an explosive first step. But man, I want to continue, right? Because you're talking about Baron Sorrell for this defensive line on one edge, right? Then you're talking about Afric Alfred Collins on this edge, on the other edge, and all of these guys are draft eligible prospects, right? And then we'll talk about the second level and the guy that we'll be able to see 
at the senior bowl, Jalen Ford, right? A guy that's already, I believe he's invited and he committed already to the senior bowl. So we'll see him play the linebacker position. And then the last guy on this Texas defense, DP, um, guy that I just finished watching yesterday, and that is nickel safety kind of corner hybrid type of player, Jade Barron, right? And this guy that he he had the big time interception against Alabama, Jalen Milro, right? And he, he's a he's an instinctual player. And, and you know what Michael Penix, right? He likes to kind of find those hole shots. So I'll be interested to see how Jade kind of plays that game mentally, right? Like, does he try to bait? Because what he did against Jalen Milro, he was able to bait Jalen Milro, I believe, into thinking that it was man coverage. He came off of his wide receiver and undercut the route for the interception. So, yeah, it's, it, Texas, Texas is loaded defensively, DP, when it comes down to draft prospects. And I, matter of fact, and I got one more guy, DP. I said I was done. I got one more guy, though. And I think he's going to make a really good matchup with your Washington wide receiver, Roma Duze, and that is Texas cornerback Ryan Watts. Um, guy mm. has really good length. I think he's listed at 6'2", 6'3". I remember him from recruiting and everything. I think he started his career at Ohio State, then transferred back home because he's from Texas. But I think it's going to make for a good matchup, man, because the, the length and the athleticism is going to be there. Now it's just going to be like, okay, can you cover this guy one-on-one? So, yeah, I th- this is going to be a fun matchup, man, because it's going to be about um, – you know, attacking players right in situations and scheming things up. Um, and this Texas team has a lot of a lot of talent. No, and Keith, I think when you were talking about Byron Murphy, one thing, uh, another player we talked about, Aaron Donald, Kalaja Kansi, Javon Hargrave. He reminds me of him as well. Uh, fit similar build. It's, uh, he's listed at like six one, three oh five. I think Javon Hargrave is like six two, three oh eight. Um, guys that can play that you will see line up at the one. Line up at the three tag, do different things and can collapse the pocket. And I think that that's where like Byron Murphy is going to be very pivotal in this game, Keith, because like you talk about with Michael Penix, he's a guy that you want to move off the spot. Right. So it's like the edge rush of like uh, Baron Sorrell and, 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 and um <clears throat> and those guys, you know, Ethan Burke and all those, you know, Alfred Collins and those guys like those guys coming off the edge like that will impact him. But he he's, he can step up and he will step up, right? But if you collapse that interior, now you're making him drift back and different things like that. And if the edge rushers are, are doing their job, now you kind of close him in and there's nowhere to, nowhere to go, nowhere to step in. And what you want to do with a, with a pocket quarterback, which is what Michael Penning says, you want to muddy that thing. You want to muddy the pocket where it's like, listen, man, there's no clean spots for you to step in. It's bodies on bodies on bodies all around you. And you have to, you know, and that's how you get them rattled, man. But, uh, you know, I, I, I like the name pulls here, Keith, because it feels, especially in that secondary, th- this is this is a money game for a lot of those kids, man. Mm-hmm. This is a yep. money game. When you go up against Jalen Polk, Jalen McMillan, uh, Roma Dunze, and, and Michael Penix at the helm, you got a chance to really make yourself some money as an NFL draft prospect because when scouts turn this tape on or when the scouts are there and they see you, if you walk out of there, you're, you know, you're Watts and you pick him off. You're Ryan Watts. You pick Michael Penix off twice. You shut down Roma Dunze. Now you four scouts and us as a talent evaluators, not so much you because you've already watched them, but for somebody like me, now I turn on tape on, I'm like, hey, man. Like this dude locked down Roma Dunes. That's not, not that's not an easy task. So I, I like those name pulls. Like I said, this is a big money game for the, that secondary. I think we all know about that that defensive line for Texas, but those secondary players for Texas are very under the radar. And it's time to it's time for them to wake some people up. 
Yep. Hey, man, we talked offensive prospects. We talked defensive prospects. Now, coming up next, man, we are talking X-Factors, right? Which guys which, which guys are going to have to make the plays in order for their team to win, in order for their team to go to the national championship, man, and finish out this season strong? And then we're going to give you our game picks. So coming up next, man, we have X-Factor. We have game picks. Stay tuned. After you've eaten the burger, the pizza, the wings, the chips and dips, whatever you have as your watch party favorites during the week and during game day, Listen, what better way to finish it off than with a nice dessert, a delectable dessert that's been dropped off at your front door. If you live in the Greenville County area of South Carolina, like I do, you can use DoorDash and get Cheesecake Factory delivered to your front door. All the assortment of flavors and variety of just that delectable cheesecake, whether it's Reese's Peanut Butter Cup, Red Velvet, chocolate, whatever it is, right? Whatever tickles your fancy, whatever it may be, they can deliver it right to your front door. Okay, guys? So understand something, man. You can kick back at, at kickoff at halftime. You don't have to worry about trying to leave or exit because DoorDash can bring the watch party favorites to you as well as your dessert. You just got to order on DoorDash. Let me help you with that. Get 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $15 or more on your first order when you download the DoorDash app and enter the code LOCK23. As the weather continues to get colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel, America, America's number one sports book. Guys, right now, new customers can get $150 back in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. Let me repeat that. New customers can get $150 back in bonus bets with any winning any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, what do I always tell you? Stop thinking. Go do it. Put some back into it. Put some action to it because there's no better time or place to get in on the action. The app is super easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and so much more. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off or continue to kick off the NFL season. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to continue to kick off the NFL season. FanDuel is the official partner of the NFL. X factors for each team, Keith. I think for me, you know, I look at Texas and my X factor is going to be, I'm not going to go to the backfield. I'm going to go to the right tackle spot and I'm going to go to, or go to the offensive line. I'm going to go both tackles actually. Kelvin Banks Jr. And Christian Jones, Mm -hmm. Keith, because with these two edge rushers for Washington, if you can keep them dogs on the leash, pun intended, if you can keep the dogs on the leash, that allows Quinn Ewers to, be, to feel comfortable back there and let him work. Those are the two best defenders on that defensive line, and I think we all know that for, for Washington. So Christian Jones, who you know is a big tackle, uh, Kelvin Banks, I think he's a true sophomore, so he's not yeah, draft eligible yet, yep. but both of them good players from everything I've heard and what I've seen them when I've watched, the, watched that Texas offense. They're going to be pivotal. Those are my two X factors for Texas. In terms of Washington, Keith, Man, you can go a lot of different ways here, man. Um, but I, I'm going to go. I, I talked about Jabari Muhammad, and, and he's just he he's the blue chip. He's the guy in that secondary. Elijah Jackson, the redshirt sophomore corner, I think he'll be the guy. I envision he'll probably be the guy on Adonai Mitchell. So I think that's a situation where we're going to see Jabari probably on Xavier Worthy. Depends on how much they move him around, pre-snap, motion, stuff like that. Elijah is going to have to play – probably the best game of his career. Elijah Jackson had to play the best game of his career on the outside when he does see Adna, because Adna is a receiver that 
to, I think to this day doesn't get a lot of talk in this draft class. Smooth route runner, quick footed, can get in and out of breaks well. He may not be the most explosive athlete, Keith, but this young man just knows how to play ball, man. So um, I think if you can't, if you can't, if, even if you limit Xavier Worthy and stop the big plays, you got to still find the answer for Adonai Mitchell, man. So I, I want to put Elijah Jackson on the on the hot seat for the Washington Huskies. No, I like that, DP. I'm going to steal one out of your book, man. So for the Washington Huskies, right, if you tell me to pick an X fact, I'm going to pick this offensive line because we talked about Michael Penix needing to stay clean, right? And I think this may be the best defensive line that Washington has played thus far, right? We're talking about mm -hmm. just being able to rush in bunches and throw different things at you because, like you said, so many of these defensive linemen have different of varying Varying skill sets, right? So which should be fun um, to pay attention to to see which matchups go along along this defensive line. Then if you ask me for Texas, man, who, who are the X factors, right? I'm going to pick this wide receiver core. Go out there and, and show why you are the best because they 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 should, DP, when, when I look at the skill set of Xavier Worthy, Adonai Mitchell, Jatavian Sanders, they should be amongst the top, like talked about, regarded, right, having conversations among the top just skill set positions or, or skill positions in the entire nation, right? If not the top DP, because talking about a, we talked about Xavier Worthy being the most explosive wide receiver in all of college football. You're talking about Adnan Mitchell listed at 6'3", 200 pounds, smooth route running. You're talking about Jatavian Sanders, who's probably the second best tight end in this group. And then you're talking about Quinn Ewers, right? One of the better quarterbacks in all of college football. So I'm looking at this, this receiving core, right? And saying that y'all are the X factors, go make some plays, right? Go just flat out, go put 50 on them. Like, you know what? It's simple. Y'all just can't run with us, right? Like y'all are good. That's cool, but y'all can't run with us. So that's what I'm turning to. But DP, I'm about to turn it back on you. And we went through everything, but game picks. And I'm about to ask you, who do you think is going to win this game? I, I, I flip back and forth from this one, Keith. I mean, this is going to be the most competitive game out of the two of mm -hmm. the semifinals. I'm going to go. Mm. I, I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with Texas, Keith. I'm going to go with Texas because I think their defensive front is more established and better and deeper. Like, you, you know what I'm saying? You worry when you. you there's two or three guys you got to worry about with Washington. There's multiple guys you gotta worry about with Texas and all the different like blitzes, different looks they can throw, the different ways they can pressure the quarterback. I'm gonna go with Texas in this regard. And I also think that Quinn Ewers has something to prove to a lot of people. We're not saying that Michael Penix doesn't, but Quinn Ewers, I think, has a lot to prove. You know what I mean? So I, I'm picking uh I'm I'm gonna pick Texas. I think they are the more complete team of the two, and that way. I get my desire. I get Texas versus Bama part two. Yep, I was just about to say that. If you pick Texas, then guess what, man? We're getting a repeat. We're getting a Texas versus Bama matchup. DP, I'm right there with you. I'm going to pick Texas in this game just because I think they have a couple more playmakers than what Washington has. I think it's a high-scoring game, though, Keith. I think yeah, it's, no. My prediction is 40, 40 to 37. I think it's a three-point game, but oh, somebody's wow. hitting 40. Okay, now I like that, and I, I can very well see that, man, when you're talking about just both sides of the – well, both teams, right, and what they're able to offer offensively. So I, I, I agree with you, and I'm also, like I said, going to pick Texas. I think there's going to be a Texas versus Alabama rematch, um, and, and, it, and it should be a fun one. But, yeah, I, I say everybody, hey, y'all stay tuned, man. We listed off the draft prospects. We lifted, listed off the X factors for this game. Pay attention to those guys, man, that we 
we watch the film. We believe those are the guys that are going to make plays in this game. They're going to have to make plays the way the team is constructed. But DP, man, that wraps up another show of the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Man, if you haven't hit the like button, go ahead and hit that like button. If you haven't subscribed yet, go ahead and subscribe to the hottest YouTube channel out there, man. This thing is going. It is growing. We are starting this community, and we are getting into draft season. So you're going to want to hear all the really good conversations that we talk about, we discuss with y'all, man. And like we say, man, y'all are our everydayers. I want to say shout out to our everydayers. Thank you for tapping in with us each and every single day, man. I am Keith Sanchez. You can find me on X at the Talent Code, man. That is my co-host, man, Damian Parson. You can find him on X at DP underscore NFL, man. Y'all come talk to us because we like to talk back. Go subscribe and follow for free on YouTube or wherever you listen to podcasts to get the latest episode as soon as it is available. Thank you for making Locked On NFL Draft your first listen today and every day. Shout out for being our everydayers. Listen, guys, we got football all weekend, so enjoy it and come and join the conversation again tomorrow on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.